We are crotchety old men. We are crotchety old men. I am crotchety. They are crotchety. We are crotchety old men. Oh, starting to lose it there. I apologize. My, uh, as you can tell, this is Arden. Uh, thank you and welcome again to We Are Crotchety Old Men. Having a little uh, voice issue. So uh, uh, hopefully we are able to get through this. This is our fourth podcast, the Big 4-0. Indeed Big it 4-0. is. Nice, nice. Uh, I am here today. This is Arden once again with my ever so beautiful Abigail. And we have a guest from the Big Apple of New York City, uh, N. Uh, hi everyone nice to see you all nice so uh this is a podcast this is for you about you and hopefully with you well we would actually love to talk about what makes you angry angry what makes you crotchety what irks what makes you pissed off well that's what we want to know and we are always welcome to actually share uh, our thoughts with you but you can always share them with us and if we actually like what we hear, we actually might invite you on. Um, I actually invited N on uh, the other day. Uh, so he's joining us and hopefully we have some others uh, join us soon. Um, Abigail, do we have any emails? In fact, we do. And we're very excited um, because three people submitted emails to us. And is it okay if I go ahead and review those? I'm in shock that we have three people actually listen to our podcast, much less actually reply to us. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so Jen from Ashland, North Carolina, writes, Who are the old men? Who are we? Why is the show called We Are Crotchety Old Men? But there is only one Arden and Abigail. That's an excellent (laughs) question, Jen. I essentially got thrown into this because originally Arden had his two best buddies planned to be on the show, but they backed out. So I was the designated hitter and now I'm on the show. And you're hitting home runs like a designated hitter. And you've also asked who, I'm sorry, what can women be on the show? Of course they can. And, you know, we welcome everyone, women, people, themselves, you name it. Would we like Martians? Probably. I would love I, to interview a Martian. I think so. Okay. I do believe in aliens. So well, there's uh, apparently life on other planets was discovered recently. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's going to come up in our, another podcast down the line. We might have to invite you back. What else do we got going on in the emails? Okay, another one's titled, This Show is Bizarre. And again, I have to agree with you. This is William from Virginia. He writes, this show is bizarre, but are there any topics that are off limits to it? (laughs) I'm going to pass this one off to Arden. Um, The answer is yes and no. Um, So if we have you on, uh, I myself will do my best to be as neutral as possible in all comments. Uh, but our guests are allowed to actually say whatever they want. They have complete carte blanche. Um, I think that's how to use carte blanche in a sentence. Sorry, the high school education really paid off there. Uh, much less college. All I did was drink there. But I'm um, sorry, mom. Um, but uh, we actually, 
what will get on the actual podcast itself and what we ever publish will at least be liked by, uh, I don't know, 50%, 60%. I mean, if you go off the rails on some topic that's just absolutely disgusting or horrendous, no. But uh, if you want to, if it's something simple, like you don't like milk or something, yeah, of course, anything you want, but we'll try to maintain uh, our composure. Sorry, that, for that was a long-winded answer. I think that was an excellent answer because it's an important question. So it looks like we had a third email where the subject line just says rats. And Pete <laughs> from Owens Mills, Maryland writes, I loved Abigail's story of her professor killing rats. That was done last week. I owned, he, he goes on to say, I owned a snake and the pet shop owner told me to do the same thing as rats because they are smart and could kill the snake first. And he indicates that he did it and it was not easy. And he, you know, he says, keep, keep the show, keep it up. Well, right. we'll be happy to. And um, as far as the rats go, you know, I, I, I was a little concerned PETA might, might reach out <laughs> to us, but Fortunately, that did not happen. And I graduated from college many, many years ago. So they can't press charges against against me. <laughs> now, um, I don't know anything. Now, first of all, I did not know rats can kill a snake. I've never heard of that. Did you ever hear of that? No. And, and here, now my dumb question is, who is Ricky Tiki Tavi or Tuvi? Is he like a rat killer or like a rat? Or was he, I mean, a snake killer or a mongoose? I, I'm not really sure, but I, I mean, and if the, do you have if, any idea? If, what rats can kill snakes? They can. Okay. Now, do you know who Ricky Tiki Tavi is? Why is that name in my head, and I have no idea? I'm gonna have to look it up. Maybe he's a mongoose. Is there a mongoose story? Anyway, so, and you're from New York. You got rats there, right? There are a lot of rats here. There are about at least a hundred million rats in New York City. Hundred million rats. Not I now. What's your experience with them? Like, do you see them all the time? Are they like in garbage bags? Like, I, I mean, I'm from originally North Jersey, but down here in Virginia, I haven't seen a rat in probably 10 years. Well, the, the rats, there's actually books written on rats. There's actually a book called Rats where someone studies rats. Uh, the studies what kind of food they like, what, you know, their, their patterns. Rats you see sometimes on the subway, uh, on the subway tracks. It's they're also in areas where there's heavy construction because their dwellings are disturbed when when there when there's construction in, underground or there's construction of buildings or apartments. So they're everywhere. They're underneath the ground. They're different levels. They're different like classes of rats. Some underneath the ground. Some above ground. Oh, and it's a, it's a, it's a, you know it's a big city. There's a lot of garbage, unfortunately. So they they have uh, they've been here for a while. Okay, okay. And how do you handle that? <clears throat> well, I don't, what do you mean you? You mean the city itself, or me as an individual? You as I, an individual. Yeah, and you as an individual. How do you cope with seeing rats all the time? Well, I don't see them all the time, but when I see them, I try to get out of their way. Uh, there's they, you know. Uh, you just try to move fast. You try to move away from them and not get too close to them. It gets a little scary when they actually come onto the subway 
cars. I that hasn't happened too much, but you just try to move away from them. Just keep away from them, and uh, you can notify three one one, which is a public service uh, phone center. For example, we were at a concert in a park, and at night they started coming out of a hole in the yeah. ground, and they were everywhere, and they were emboldened. They were not afraid of us. They were moving around, and it was and it was time to leave the park. I notified the 311 center and about a year later they told me that they took care of the problem one of the challenges is they don't want to poison the rats because they're afraid that other animals will eat the poison so they use dry ice to try to kill the rats in the rat holes got it got it and have you ever just grabbed one and slammed its head into a, on a table like uh, Abigail does? Because she'll go out there. Well, I'm, I was, I'm kind of confused how she did that. That was pretty interesting. These rats are pretty fast and they move quickly and they their spines are, deta are detractable so they can slip in and out of, uh, of, of tight areas. So I'm not sure how she did that, but um, that's pretty impressive. No, I, I try to keep away because I don't want to get rabies and um keep away from the rats yeah i mean we don't have too many snakes in new york city i guess the climate in the winter would make it difficult we do have cats i've seen cats kill rats yes cats but, uh, kill rats. we knew that yeah so it's a, it's a complicated problem uh part of the problem is there's garbage on the street the restaurants leave garbage on the street and there's no system to put the garbage in containers at night after the business is closed so the rats can eat, eat through the garbage bags. They're working on plans to try to create a can system. I know this is modernized in certain European cities. It's it's a challenge. It's a challenge, okay. I, I mean, again, I don't think I could tolerate that type of environment, but it is what it is. And it sounds like it's just enormous and that they'll never really be able to resolve the situation. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, everywhere you go, you got you got field mice in in uh, the countryside. You got more. You got bugs, more bugs in the in the suburbs. So everywhere you go, you, you go, there's some sort of nuisance. You know, bugs or vermin everywhere. It's uh, you know, I guess, and it's just the way the way it is. And now we have the lanternflies. You hear about those? Apparently, yeah, they land on like they're aren't they like you have to kill them? You're supposed to kill them, right? Yeah, you're like every environmentalist, everyone like kill says kill, 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 kill these lanternflies. Uh, they're Are they big? quite a menace, yeah. I've never seen a lanternfly. So uh, it's not like a little like firefly or lightning bug that's cute and happy. These it, are something different. It's like a butterfly and they got nice, beautiful red colors, but they're they go in and they will destroy trees. They're invasive. So you, every time you see them, you're supposed to step on them and kill them. No quite you, you see them and they they look you know you can tell the difference between the lanternfly and a butterfly. Don't kill butterflies, don't kill bees, but you you're supposed to kill these lanternflies and they're coming out now. They're the larva is is catching and they're coming out and they're all over now. And uh I'll probably see them later today when I go outside. You're supposed to kill them though. That's the, nice. there's no 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 debate about that. You're supposed to kill the lanternflies. Kill them until they're dead. 
Boy, I hope we don't get contacted by PETA again. Right. Well, no, Lantern Flies, no. Every environmentalist, every, you know, they'll, they, there's no debate about that. You kill, you kill the lantern. No lantern flies, but lightning bugs, fireflies, good to go. Don't take a wiffle ball bat and smack a lightning no, bug. No, don't do that. No, that's not, that's not, yeah, that's don't not good. That but, yeah, yeah. That's bad. That's bad. Yeah. Sorry. Speaking of bad, um, you're in New York, obviously. Um, Correct. Now, once again, I'm down here in Virginia, and all we hear about is how bad crime is in New York. Is it what we're hearing, what we're seeing as crime? And once again, I apologize, my voice is actually going faster and faster. Um, is crime as bad as it says? Have you been affected directly by it? Well, I don't know. It kind of reminds me of uh, of the opening of Charles Dickens' Tale of Two Cities, right? It's the best of times. It's the worst of times, right? Yes. Uh, certain neighborhoods have higher crime rates. Uh, twenty twenty uh, with COVID, there was there was a lot of uh, there were a lot of fireworks at night uh, uh, from June through July. That's gotten better. Okay. NYPD, you still have an NYPD force of over 400,000, not 400,000, 40,000 um, that is patrolling. So you, th there is, the data indicate that crime is not as bad as people said. Okay. But, but, That's a big but. What, it, what is reality and what is perception? There's a perception that you see that crime is going up. Okay. And that's a problem because a lot of people are leaving New York City. You have hundreds of thousands of people leaving New York City every year uh, because of that perception and other things. And that's a problem because you want to keep people in the city. And perception in many ways is reality. So that is a challenge. Now, have you ever seen anyone do like those, uh, I was about to say snatch and grab, where people just walk in and just grab stuff, you know, uh, at a CVS? I'm too old to do that, you know. But I didn't know, like, is that well, yes, yeah, I have seen that actually, seen that. Uh, and that's another problem: the theft. Some of these stores, and this is just fact. I mean, we're not. This is not a political discussion. Just fact. Right. Some of these, some of these stores, they're losing a thousand dollars to five thousand dollars a day on people walking out of the store with products: CVS, Walgreens. Uh, you you see that at the uh, Target, uh, these other stores, and that creates a challenge because some of the stores are closing. Right. And I was actually at the CVS yesterday, and a lot of times you, things are locked up. You got to press a button, and people have to open up the locked areas to get the shaving cream, to get the shampoo, sometimes even to get ice cream if you want to get beer. So the part of the store is becoming locked up, which creates. Uh, it's, I guess it's annoying because you have to wait for people to come around and unlock the, the, the you know, the, the area to get you so you can get the product. Um, so that that kind of theft is a is a challenge for the city and it, and it adds to that perception. And, you know, people want to, you know, you see people leaving the city, which is not good for the city. Right. Yeah. So do you have plans to leave the city at all? Well, I'm currently working and you have to see a lot of people move to Florida, you know, when they, when they get older, they move to Florida, they don't have to deal with the winter. So that's a plan, uh, I guess, a mid to long-term plan to think about 
maybe going to a warmer place. Admittedly, when you get when you're in your sixties or seventies, it's harder to to navigate icy streets. You know, you you, you're, you, you get older. I mean, uh, this is a crotchety old man uh, theme here, right? When you get older, it, it becomes harder to to skate around with uh, without ice skates on. So that's uh, that's one of the reasons why people move into to warmer climbs. Nice. Well, speaking of snow, um, another crime that we have been, we had the whole uh, uh, cocaine in the White House going on. Um, and my, once again, my personality, and I do apologize once again for my voice. So I'm seeing crime, um, you're saying how crime is getting better, but the perception is how it keeps getting worse. And I think the media is portraying it as getting much worse where you have cocaine found in the White House, and then 10 days later, oh, we'll never figure it out who it is. Oh, well. I in mean, fact, they did not even interview one person. It is amazing. And the media is basically turned a blind eye to it and moving on. And with it, like, what if it wasn't just cocaine? What if it was cocaine uh, laced with fentanyl? where a, a Secret Service person could have touched it and boom, they die. Or what if it was anthrax? Would they have actually done that? Would they have actually said, eh, it's over. Don't worry about it, go home, enjoy, have some soup. Absolutely not. They would investigate it to all ends. We would have more congressional hearings about it. Well, but let's go back. Well, okay. Wow, finally there's a crotchety old woman next to If Mr. N could, could jump in for a second. I, I, we, we, I think, first of all, I, I think we want to make sure, you may disagree, but I think we want to make sure that the, the, the executive branch is safe. We have every right under our constitution as Americans to vote out people we don't like, but uh, you know I, I think we may want to wish them, them them health and maybe health uh, uh, while they're working and also health uh, if the congressional or constitutional process uh, permits uh, voters to make a decision about whether they're they've done a good job. That is a hundred percent correct, and we have to have people held accountable every once in a while, um, where. I mean, the Secret Service, I mean, they're they're freaking awesome. I mean, I've actually worked with them, not for them, but worked with them um, in part of my job, actually, not lately, but about three years ago, I actually had a project with them and they're amazing. And I know they work their butts off, but um, it, there is just, there's just too many, it goes the other way. Whoever's in power, the power, the power in party, that doesn't make sense. The party in power literally has the ability to just, do things and we're in this we're in this spot not to bring uh bring up the guy who would shoot animals what's his name something like that uh oh yeah hunter um that was a really <laughs> bad joke i'm sorry that was awful um but like we in virginia you know guns are a big deal down here and when we have you know our other when when one side uh is saying yeah you know you gotta you know, you, we need gun show loopholes closed and we got to do rigorous background checks. And then our then our president's son literally can get, get lies on it, gets a gun, throws it in a garbage pail and literally gets nothing. You know, it's pretty bad. It is outrageous. And then, I mean, once again, down in, in where we are, I mean, and even further south, obviously, it's a big freaking deal. Now, I have to admit, though, growing up in North Jersey, 
people may have owned guns and we don't even know. You never thought to own one. Well, yeah, in in New York City, there are a lot of illegal guns. Oh, yes. Illegal being the the most important line right there, because, you know, people without permits, uh, getting a gun in New York City is not an easy thing to do. Uh, I believe there was a Supreme Court ruled uh, make it easier to get guns, but then the city and state uh, put a lot of provisions in so you can't carry a gun near a school, you can't carry a gun near the subway. So it's very hard to have a gun in, in New York City, but there are people that have that smuggle them in. You know, it, it's, it's a big problem. I don't know how many are in the city. There are probably tens of thousands, if not more, guns in the city that aren't should not be, they're not permitted. And there are all these buyback programs where you can go in and just no questions asked, hand in your gun and get like a gift card to Amazon mm-hmm. or Apple or whatever. Nice. So I mean, guns are a problem everywhere. I I know the poor hunter has been through a lot. And uh, I don't know if. <laughs> there is nothing poor about hunter. Oh, that is true. I, you know what I want to know? What if a kid got a hold of that gun? Out of the and, garbage can. And performed a mass shooting. What would the politicians stay, say then? Would they be able to turn a blind eye? Yeah. I mean, they've, sort of. they've turned a blind eye to the money from China, but would they be able to do it if a, a shooter got a hold of his gun and had a mass shooting? Now, I mean, I have to admit once again, I'll, play, I'll, I'll try to be devil's advocate. I'll try to be. I mean, it, there is both sides have problems with China. You know, that it is a problem, but it's just awful when we're lectured day in and day in out, day in out, day out about we have to do this and then we don't, you know, uh, you know, like you gotta have these background checks, background checks, background checks. And then we literally have this idiot. Yeah, I'm calling him an idiot. Um, you know, it's, it's unbelievable. Same with his taxes. He doesn't have to pay taxes, but everyone else has to pay their Oh, I was about to get well, on. Right. I mean, this is an—I mean, this is an example of the IRS will hunt you down, regardless if you're the son of the president. I mean, you—the oh, IRS has, has has long arms, and it's—I mean, obviously he's got to have to pay back these taxes. Oh, the IRS, you don't mess with the IRS. I mean, uh, he, they, the IRS, when it comes to Hunter, they got T-Rex arms. You know, they're literally like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's embarrassing. But anyway, I didn't want to go off on this tangent. I apologize again, all feisty. Um, I, I can't. I have to say one more thing about Hunter. He is—he's basically turned his back to his own flesh and blood, and oh. that is just outrageous. Well, I, I, I don't know very much about this. My what was it? My name is Wes. I don't want to be a no, no mess. You know? yeah. yeah, he and his granddaughter. His granddaughter. Now his daughter. I mean, that's—it's just gross. Anyway, well, we need something happier. Uh, and did you watch any of the baseball All Star game at all? Hello, and you live? Yes. No, I didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I I was thinking about that for a second. And I haven't watched baseball for many years. Okay. So I, didn't, I didn't watch the, uh, the. I didn't watch any of that. So this is the first year that I didn't watch any of it. I didn't watch the home run derby. I don't even know who won. I didn't watch any of it. I it of all the sports, this is supposed to be the best sport, and it honestly was awful. Like. I I am one of the very, very few after the strike that ruined baseball for a while. After the strike, they instituted the All-Star Game. Whoever won, that league would host the World Series 
of four out of the seven games. I liked it. I'm one of the rare people that liked it. They went back to the traditional of whoever wins, wins. But now it's gone back to the, eh, I'll, I'll collect my little bonus in my paycheck. I'll wave my little hat and I'll play and then I'll just go home. Like, it doesn't, I mean, for the veterans, they don't want to play. Well, unless I, it's I, yeah, I, I want to ask a question because I, I, I did like that movie with Brad Pitt uh, about called Moneyball. Moneyball. And are they still doing that, the analytics? Yes. Uh, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Yeah, I'm using their full name, the Devil Rays, not the Rays. <laughs> um, they actually do it better than anyone else. And it actually works because they're in first place every year, but they're not attracting fans because they have no star power. So they win, no one shows up, but that's a whole other thing for the poor people of, in the Tampa, St. Pete area, because they can't get to the location, the stadium sucks. Um, but anyway, but it does happen. And I, I actually did not like that movie because it really didn't focus on the most important part of the Oakland A's teams back then. They had the best pitching staff in baseball. They were freaking amazing pitchers. And they kind of were like, oh, Scott Hatterberg is awesome. Scott Hatterberg was adequate. He couldn't field. He was an okay hitter, okay on base. But uh, anyway, I'm just all, I'm, I'm all feisty. Oh, I'm all feisty now. Well, you know, Arden, what do you think about the, the rules changes for this year? One of which is a pitching clock. Oh, I actually like it. I went to a game. Uh, I went to the first home game of the O's uh, versus my New York Yankees. And... The, the game was over in two and a half hours. Like, Yankees O's was guaranteed four hours no matter what. I like the pitch clock. I hate the extra innings where they start a guy on second base as a ghost runner. That is so lame in every sense. I mean, I went to the longest, one of the longest baseball games in history uh, with, remember Daniel from episode two? Well, we went with Daniel and we went to a, eight hour baseball game because there was also rain delays it was awesome you know <laughs> we were in the bleachers we were we weren't bleacher creatures at yankee stadium eight hours we were there sweating our butts off by the way this this is when new york city it wasn't as scary because we were there <laughs> we were we were kids we were teenagers we took the bus from new jersey over we went to uh, got on the subway uh in, in dc it's that metro but uh, we went to the subway got went to yankee stadium two teenage kids and we watched an entire game got back home and was like yeah let's go have fun tonight let's go drink a beer <laughs> now I, I i must confess i like hockey a lot better uh, American football and basketball. I find the three other sports much more exciting than baseball. I can understand that. I, I personally can't stand basketball, uh, especially because they pretty much just might as well just have red China flags flying over them. LeBron might as well just have a flag. red. Uh, well, you, you, you know, it's interesting you mentioned China because this is we, we mentioned China a few times and I'm and I, I just wanted to point out something that I about China. I, I watched a video today about China. Okay. Apparently China has a, has a terrible demographic problem that, oh. that in the next 10 to 20 years, the, the country is going to be arguably in tremendous tr trouble because of demographics and the one child rule and the authoritarianism of the eighties and nineties. So China is, it's going to be very interesting to see how China evolves when 
they don't have the population growth in the people, the people of their twenties and thirties. Right. You know, they, they don't have that population growth to build out the factory workers and, and the offices and the professional class. So this is potentially a very scary problem for China. So I don't think China is necessarily going to dominate us as people say. Well, they can, as long as their leadership can dominate, because it's a lot easier if a lot of their population dies off when you have the second biggest population in the world and you can actually control everything. And they are, they are so much smarter than us in some unique areas um, where they understand um, we have real rules, like we have OSHA guidelines, we have everything. Those guys will build a bridge, and if 100 people die building the bridge, who cares? Oh, yeah, I mean, well, I, mean, uh, I, guess, I guess the problem is another 100 people dead and not enough people to work. Yeah, but they'll get them from other countries. I mean, okay. like, like the, all the electric vehicles, they're not made in China. They're not made in this. I mean, it's getting, oh, I, can, I can talk about China all day and how annoyed I am at them and how we sell out. And when I say we, both sides, Republican, Democrat, are sellouts to China because it's all about money and power, money and power, money and power. You see it all the time. You know, you're never going to see a plumber be president because it ain't going to happen. You might see a guy who owns several plumbing companies as uh, uh, that were his grandfather's plumbing companies, but you're not going to see a plumber. You're not going to see a carpenter. You know, I mean, we are barely talking about going into tech schools. You know, we need more tech schools. That's a whole other argument. Oh, you, you mean for the United that. States? Yeah. yeah. The United States, I mean, you're saying. Yeah. But in China, China literally uses other countries. Um, well, and I have, once again, I have to greatly apologize. It looks like our time is uh, just about up. So uh, I would like to thank N for coming on board um, and enjoying uh, our show. And hopefully he's on again. And Abigail, thank you so much. Uh, and once again, Abigail, if you could give out the email because I barely am able to speak. Please keep sending some. Again, it's we are crotchety old men at gmail.com. And we can handle anything you want to ask or say. And we welcome you to possibly join the show. But keep them coming and we will follow up with you. And also, don't forget, if you like our podcast, feel free to share it with others. What was that, what was that uh, product? And you, if you do and you tell two friends and they tell two friends and so, what was that for? Another product. Was that, it was like, it was definitely a woman's like hair care product. I'm like full of useless information that I don't know. But pay it, it's called pay it forward. Oh, pay, pay it forward. Oh, yes. that's, uh, that's that. But I thought, wasn't there uh, an actual woman's product? Anyway. Uh, well, I have to ask that to our audience, but our audience was really fast. I got a quick email from George in uh, New Brunswick, New Jersey, who actually said Ricky Tiki Tavi was actually written as part of the Jungle Book by uh, Roger, uh, is it Roger or Rudyard? Roger Kipling. There you go. About a mongoose. Interesting. Look at that. It was a short story. Quick feedback by people. But anyway. Thank you all for attending, and I greatly appreciate it. We are crotchety old men. We are crotchety old men. I am crotchety. They are crotchety.
We are crotchety old men. Thank you.